welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, a Nintendo Power retrospective on Nintendo Power Magazine. I'm your host, Mike, and not joining me again is Ben, but in his place we've got two people, John. Hey. And Ivan. Hello. And we are continuing our second part of issue 85, June 1996, of the issue of the... Fuck. You know what you know what it is. It's late. <laughs> That's right. You know what it is. It's late. Well said. So, we record these things at an ungodly hour because of time zones and shit. Also, I'm a nighthawk. So, we got uh, we're continuing our coverage with Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run. And what the hell did you just send me? <laughs> No, fuck it. We're doing it live. We got something. The, the the John just sent me something which ends with the link ends with yes, that's a freaking eel. <laughs> and uh, gee, do I want to see an eel that's not safe for work? Oh my fuck! <laughs> Ivan, are you watching this? This is like a plate. This is like a plate of food factory from hell. not alive, is it? Uh, I don't think it is, no. It was when it went in. I think it's suffocated once you put the condom on it. Uh. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I could have nightmares about that shit. Uh, Alright. So, <coughs> so, Nintendo Power. We've mm. got Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run. Tricks of the trade. This month's poster features strategies for getting most or all of the top sluggers onto your team. Oh yeah, all those made-up names. <coughs> like what? What? Like uh, what were you? What were you reading up on, Ivan? Like like rock hammer swing or something? Oh yeah, they, you scroll down and you got uh, players that are rated for speed or power. Yeah, you know, real major leaguers like Muscles McPhee, Rock <laughs> Rock Ready, which is my favorite. Rocky Rhodes. Jack Booty. Mm. Absolutely. Curtis, Curtis Swing, for, which really sounds like a, like, like a new Jack Swing singer. <laughs> Frank, Lib- Jack singer. Frank Liberty and Big Magoo. Come on. <laughs> uh, rock, rock, rock Ready. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Razor Sidemore. Anyway, yeah, this game... Did not feature. It's weird. It, it had the MLB license, so there's the teams, but Rocket. it only had Ken Griffey Jr. signed. So everyone else is like not an actual player. He's a, Rocket O'Hara. Yeah, Rebel Ruiz, Slick Jizz. <laughs> so, Scorch McFadden, Vinnie Clayton, Blazer Brown, Jack Booty. There you go. That's the money Jet shot. Salisbury. Jet Salisbury. Oh, I love his takes. Well, and it does have a pretty helpful little chart here um, on how you can improve the trade value of certain players. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, Ivan, what did you notice about their... Uh, yeah, down about in... Their, but, they've got a bunch of additional tips. The first one... When don't gro- bat a thousand? Yeah, Jesus. don't bat a thousand. When grooming a player for a trade, 
If you bat a thousand, his value won't go up. So if you're in the final innings of a game and he's gotten a hit every time that he's been at bat, make him strike out. Wow, that's really so dumb. You have to take a you have to take a dive. <laughs> that's right, to make him look better to the other teams. What? Yeah, because somehow sucking makes him more appealing. Hmm. Some Miami Marlin strategy. Oh God, that's that's ugly. That's real. That situation has gone bad and it's getting worse. Yep. Yeah. Uh, for those who aren't aware, tell me. Um, a group came in and bought the Marlins, and they're pretty much intention. Like they've basically stripped the team of anybody of talent, and like they're saying, "Well, we're trying to win games because they occasionally win one, but effectively they're because baseball has revenue sharing." So, um, if your payroll is two hundred million dollars, uh, you get you know fifty million dollars from the league to help with that. Um, or if your payroll is twenty five million dollars, you get fifty million dollars from the league <laughs> to help with that. <laughs> right. So you can do the math. Either you field a really good team, or you field a really, really, really bad team. Um, and they've decided to go for the really, really, really bad option. <laughs> It also didn't help that their star pitcher got, you know, hyped up on coke and crashed his boat into uh, the harbor and killed himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Along with two other people. Yeah. But consider, considering they want to suck, you have to wonder, did he do that himself? Oh, He yeah. was high yeah. on cocaine and did it. Yeah. What are you saying, that he took a dive on behalf of the team? Yeah, I don't no, think I don't I'm, think I'm saying gonna... that they I'm saying they killed him and coked him up to make it look like an accidental suicide. They're not that just competent. So, just, <laughs> just, just, right. get, just so they could get rid of all the talent. Yeah, they're not that competent. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have an Iron Man uh, in heavy metal poster. It's pretty badass actually. Yeah, it's not bad. Coming soon to your Game Boy from Acclaim. Iron Man versus Man of War, I guess, is the... I don't know. All right, Epic Center. What do we have, Mike? And all uh, your prep that you've done, I'm sure. <laughs> the Epic <laughs> My prep work involves watching movies and reading science articles and, you know, trying to get in a good eight hours of Saints Row 4, okay? That's not prep. That's not prep at all. <laughs> My schedule I is fucking fun. worked 50 hours this week and somehow read on what games were in an issue before doing a podcast with you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We brought you on for your professionalism, Mike, or Todd. God damn it. And eels so, out of the ass videos. <laughs> no, that, that, that too, yeah. Oh yes, I had to. I had to be so unprofessional. I had to watch this thing you immediately sent me. <laughs> it was worth it, though. Oh man! So we've got Wii Epics, where we get to see Final Fantasy Adventure, Link's Awakening, and Final Fantasy Legend Two. Oh hey, look! They stole from your dating website page. Good things sometimes come in small packages. Oh you prick! <laughs> Is that like when I order cream with some young guy? <laughs> uh, so I guess these are mobile. Uh, these are Final Fantasy games that are coming out, and then uh, they're talking about the last month's epic news feature, Pocket Monster. So they're still call- they're still calling it that at that point. Wow. 
but it says the Super NES has long been regarded as the king of epic games. True. But Game Boy can make a strong claim for the throne. No, it can't. <laughs> for now, just enjoy Dragonheart and Sword of Hope 2. So, what is Dragonheart? Well, it is that Sean Connery movie where he's a fucking dragon who shares his heart with some asshole who they spend the whole movie trying to kill this guy and realizing, oh, wait, we could just kill him all along. Yeah, it took them a while to get yeah. to that point. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he tells them right at the beginning, like, if you want to kill him, just kill me. And then they end up not doing that. And then lots of people die unnecessarily. And then they're just like, well, I guess we got to kill the dragon. Yeah, but you did have a priest that shoots some guy in the ass with an arrow, so movie wasn't all bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So for our uh, cast of amazingly... I guess these are somewhat well-rendered pictures. Yeah. We've got Sir Bowen. Dennis Quaid anyway, that, for sure. Yeah, we got <laughs> Sir Bowen, the Honorable Knight, who will do all he can to uphold the code of honor and discover why his friend has gone mad. Uh, did okay. he go mad or was he just a prick? Yeah, I, I think they're de- deviating from the movie a little bit. Yeah, you're trying to say that the dragon heart corrupted him. And look at how great this dragon is when we finally get to see him. This looks like some Dr. Wily level shit. <laughs> it does. And then then we've got a guy who's cutting, who's stabbing the guy so hard with his sword that he has eliminated his midsection completely. <laughs> uh, oh, God, this looks terrible. I like their yeah. original choice of... Uh coloring for the game nice and orange more orange oh yeah orange the color of champions color of the game boy (laughs) (sighs) and uh, this goes on for pages and pages and then we get sword of hope made by 1992 by tecmo 1992 and we're reading about it in 1996 what the frick it's probably the original it's probably the original copyright when they claimed it. Or they took four years to translate it because someone finally decided to sink money into it. Yeah. So much of Sword of Hope 2 is standard RPG fare, but it provides the right level of challenge for less experienced players or for players needing casual entertainment during an airport layover. So that's why it looks like Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Because that's essentially what you're getting. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good rendering of you, Mike, down there. As a under... Tool shop. You as a 10-year-old, I'm guessing? (laughs) Yeah, like I ever had a Goomba haircut. (laughs) Meanwhile, we got like a... Next to him, we got like a medieval Dr. Wily. (laughs) That's right. Wily's uh, cleaned himself up. He's ready to kick some ass. (laughs) Well, it turns out when he he doesn't have an army of psychopathic robots at his disposal, he kind of like settles into just making shit that won't turn evil. (laughs) He's he's just a man of opera. He's just as uh, deranged as uh, his technology allows him to be. It's not like he can make swords that go rampant. I don't know. I just... I don't know how... There's a... Oh, check out... The underground temple, the first step says breakthrough, but the second step Labia. is the labiola. The labiola. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and look at them the way he's looking at you. It looks like he's giving you the side eye. It's kind of like, eh? Eh? 
Hey, you want to go blow this? You want to go get blow it? this huh? dungeon and you go hit the strip club? <laughs> uh, I heard that at um, like Alberta strip clubs, they throw the loony like the loonies and the toonies, <laughs> and they use a magnet to pick them up. Is that true? <laughs> He'll let no, you she know. Just wears, she just wears a magnetic thong, and it just sticks to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And next we have Lufa 2, Rise of the Sponges. Mm-hmm. And this one is uh, the continuing coverage of Lufia 2, an excellent game for the Super Nintendo, a fantastic Super Nintendo RPG. The graphics on this game look fantastic. And uh, shows us how to beat a lot of the puzzles that are inside the game. And uh, caring and feeding for our little, uh, well, before Pokemon came along, this is where we got little monsters that we could train, feed, and take care of and have fight for us. Yeah, there's no way you could get me to play this game. What, this coming Eh. from the guy that once abandoned the podcast to go catch a Pokemon? Come on. (laughs) <laughs> hey that was a what was that that was a Charmander <laughs> that was worth it there you go and uh, yeah we just cover a whole bunch of things uh, beautiful looking game mode 7 graphics RPG and next for the strategy section we've got Final Fantasy 3 Aspers, Magitek, a world of balance, a world of ruin. Sound familiar? It will to most of you since Final Fantasy III has been on the Super Nintendo NES Top 20 list since its release. For the benefit of those that weren't around for our original three-part review or those that don't have the player's guide, here's some help for a classic that's still going strong. Yeah, believe it or not, I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Not even seven? Not even seven. Hmm. I don't know how I've missed Final it. Final Fantasy but. Six. I've played about twenty minutes of whatever. I think probably three at some point. But yeah, I just, three <sighs> is great. Just play the like. Just no. watch the beginning of it with a fantastic. No. I'd, I'd rather watch a playthrough. I honestly, okay, I don't then want watch a playthrough. I don't want to play these games. <laughs> <laughs> like Angry Video Game Nerd did um, Earthbound uh, this week. And Why he finally covered Earthbound? We never played it. And he was like, this is an amazing game, but he was pointing out all the stuff that was wrong with it. But he's Oh, like, yeah. It's so quirky, but like, there's, it's not perfection like all you fucking nostalgia nerds claim, claim it to be. <laughs> no. Like, you, like, I tried playing it for my nephews because I remembered all the nostalgia. There's, there's, a so lot of, there's a lot of tedious parts of Earthbound. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of garbage in that. But it is worth it if you can get through it. There's a lot of rewarding stuff because I mean, like, who doesn't want to perform an abortion with the power of prayer? Yeah, <laughs> and he actually got really into it. I mean, it was—it's about a 25-minute review, and he does a really good job. So, uh, if you want to know a fair bit about what Earthbound is all about, he actually does a really good job with it. So, yep. And then there's uh, there's one section where you can basically like, if you can leave the game alone for a weekend. You can level up your guys. You can level up your guys <laughs> automatically because there's a loop on a uh, in a section where you're on a raft. So if you just uh, like keep pressing the A button instead of taking the right path down the river, you will just keep going around and round in a circle, attacking enemies. So if you set the memory oh, on that, the cursor, why would anybody do that? <laughs> it, you let the game grind itself. I don't then care. You, <laughs> And then it uh, tells you all about uh, the different 
things you can do and yeah answers for questions and even i'm getting fucking bored with this <laughs> but and I, and, I, and I love this game yeah i mean but, uh, there there's a patch for this game called uh, a brave new world where the story is the same, however, they change the mechanics because I think like there's a, well, they're like just magic- rip- they're just ripping off titles from the Civilization series, I guess. <laughs> well, the 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 magic defense in this game, despite the fact that it looks like it has a number, it uh, it doesn't actually do it. It's mm. like a null stat. So what they do is they fix that as well as they change some of the mechanics in the game, like like to things that should be kind of realistic. Like, you should not be able to steal, like, a dagger or gold from a squirrel, because why the fuck would it have it? So, the way they rigged it is that if you try to steal from an animal, that it will attack you, like, because you got too close to it. It'll, it'll bite you. And uh, you can only steal from humans, because only they would have, like, weapons and items on them. So, and uh, there's other things I haven't checked it out yet, but... Uh, I've heard good things about it. It's a good mod. Yeah. And then we've got uh, Mohawk and Handjob. Hmm. Which, uh... We, Mohawk and Headphone Jack. If you thought Ron Jeremy had a lot of back hair, you need to see this green <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> headphone Jack is ju- kind of a funny name <clears throat> for a character, though. This... Oh, yeah. And uh, look at them just, like, passing around CDs. Mm-hmm. The, the, those hep bastards. And uh, one guy is apparently an amputee who just got his legs replaced with wheels. Cuz. He's a reaver from the X-Men comics. <laughs> and uh, we got hip Yeah, apparently they just jam around listening to CDs. And uh, how does this game work? Like, apparently they stay still, but the world wraps around them. Uh, I don't think I ever played this. Is that what it does? It looks like it if these inserts are to be believed. Ugh. Wow. Wow. Oh, so you aid. you maneuver the world. That's what I was told. Yeah, that's oh god, that oof. <laughs> no thanks, but ugh. Yeah, I guess it would uh, work. The graphics are kind of neat. Although like who the hell would have a Mohawk running all the way down to their ass crack? That's what you have a problem with, not like the vomit-inducing world perspective change. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his priorities straight, John. Come on. Well, we got uh, this thing that looks like a Borg. That's really cool, actually. It so, is. Let's explain it to people that aren't Mike. Um, so you basically, it's kind of like what you know those like puzzle games where you're trying to get um, like ball bearings. You know, you rotate the what like the what you're holding to maneuver the ball bearings where you want to go this is like the video game equivalent of that like <laughs> you maneuver the world around and like the like the main characters just stay centered on the screen as you manipulate the surfaces around them you don't actually control them it looks like aside from maybe being able to tell them to jump that's that's kind of crazy whoever thought of that must have been really high <laughs> I'm pretty sure when they come up with some jaundiced punks to uh, to make as their guys, that that's where like the weed came in. Yeah, and uh, it looks like the first the first boss is like a Borg sphere from the uh, Star Trek movies on, on a uh, on a big skateboard. 
or a minecart. <laughs> and it looks like this guy's like trying to sneak away from it. Yeah, I dare you to uh, next... to figure out where the enemy icon is in the bottom of page seventy nine. I can tell the the main character. I have no freaking idea what is standing behind him. Oh my god! It looks like there's like a a skull with a brain underneath, like underneath its own rib cage. Right, right. Yeah, that's very disturbing. Like snot with legs in front of it. This whole level obviously looks like you're inside someone's intestines. Right. And then you have to fight like a dark lich inside, like giving them like cursed diarrhea or something. Wow. And then uh, the next level, it looks like you're facing, <laughs> it looks like you're facing off a very pissed off Ben Grimm. I'm uh, missing it. Page 81, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Doesn't it look like the thing in, like, Bermuda shorts? Oh, um, of course. Well, a game that no one ever played, but had an interesting premise. <laughs> Mohawk and headphone, headphone jack, everyone. Uh, and That's speaking right. of high as fuck, we got Counselor's Corner with Ed Ridgway, who apparently gave the photographer some, uh, some LSD tabs. All right, Mike Mike Chandler on page eighty three. That needs to be my new profile pic. Oh my god! This is like, oh my god! If if Gallagher decided to make a deal with Wonder Bread, this is what his ads would look like. That's amazing. He's got the cum catcher mustache and everything. He's ready to rock. All right, let's go back. Edward Way is giving us tips on on using a loofah how do i get the <laughs> ship back and where is the king of Sh- of ed sheeran castle <laughs> uh nothing much there uh see mike chandler besides having the best picture i've ever seen ever <laughs> breath of fire two tips where's the best fishing rod how many happy endings are there in the game and where do i find more owl fruit <laughs> Uh, Down the owl shaft, no doubt. Yeah. Oh my God, this one's even worse. Roger Harrison, who looks like he's like he's he's oh. coming down so hard. <laughs> no, that's that's like that. He's the bro that plays Madden and is your weed dealer. <laughs> it, it looks Listen, like he. Man, I got some sick plays. It looks like he's been photoshopped onto the like a hockey player. You got a hockey uniform under him that right. totally doesn't look like a real face. I swear to God. Yeah, it's odd. So he has what link to the past tips. How do I catch the runner? How do he I defeat? L- he looks like an even more drugged out version of Steve-O. <laughs> mm, I don't know about that. How do I defeat Helmosar King? And how do I reach the Swamp Palace ladder? So this is pretty helpful link to the past tips. What do you do to catch the runner? You catch the running man in Kakariko Village, sorry, if you have the Pegasus shoes. Sneak up on him from the left side of the village and hold the A button as he starts to run away. If your timing is perfect, you should have no problem catching him. Hmm. Yeah, but you don't get anything besides advice on finding some hidden treasure. Hmm. All right, and Pocahontas the Game Boy game, cultural appropriation... (laughs) <laughs> Monica Robbins, uh, 
By the way, she looks, I guess, like, she looks like Kimmy Schmidt. So the... A little bit. So the Pocahontas story, like, apparently... Uh, she did not marry John Smith, and, like, he made it up as part of a whole... Like, he just, like, went back to England and was like, yeah, there were all these natives that wanted me to marry all their daughters thing. Like, not that didn't happen at all. Like Yeah, like, she, totally, she totally thought I was hot and that my pasty white body was, like, the best thing she ever saw <laughs> among all of her red-skinned, exceptionally fit, handsome tribesmen. I totally fucked all of them. They really were impressed with me bigly. That's actually, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, they fucking love white people. They they were just begging us to civilize them. So you know, let let let's get on that man. They're they're down. <laughs> they want to learn our languages. They want to forget their gods. They want to just, you know, th- like they saw me and just thought, man, I I like what you got going on. I I gave her the old smallpox blanket, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so Monica's telling us how to make the final leap in. Pocahontas and how do you use the Fuck. bear scare? You know what? I got a question for this game. Where where did the fucking background go? <laughs> oh. Can you oh paint with all the colors or maybe just one <laughs> of the wind? It says, how do I use the... All the one colors of wind. (laughs) Oh my god. How do I use the bear scare? First of all, in the first instant, it looks like Pocahontas is being followed around by the drug monster from Cartoon (laughs) All-Stars. And the second one, she's doing this fucking creepy Japanese horror monster girl walk. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Simple. She's fucking lost her limbs and now she's grown spider legs instead. (laughs) And she's attacking some minstrel, apparently. She looks like she just crawled out of that well in the ring. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And what else do we have? We have Disney's sex toy story. Or maybe I downloaded (laughs) the wrong ROM. But No, we can tell that Buzz is definitely getting a Woody. (laughs) (laughs) Lightyear. (laughs) Two intestines and beyond. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, All Woody right. is riding Buzz pretty good. Uh, <laughs> come. Everywhere, come. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, what is up with that slanted eye? I mean, like, it looks like he's really getting rogered, but it looks like he's feeling, he's definitely feeling the poke in his spacesuit. Uh, wait a second, it looks like someone's trying to go where no man's gone before. <laughs> Plenty of men gone before there, Buzz. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this is the Game it's Boy a version. Game Boy Toy Story game. You could not make me want to play a game less. Maybe if you made an if you made an RPG. I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You can level up, Buzz. Yeah. Oh. If you ju- if you just make Woody run around in a circle for forty seven times, he'll increase the size of his big- lasso. Yeah, you'll, yeah, and his jump stat will be enough where he can clear a dresser to get like a, a trophy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a Game Boy game, and it's Toy Story. God. Look at how I know he's a puppet, but man, he looks jaundiced. His face is as yellow as his shirt. <laughs> yep. Oh, this is terrible. Can you think how messed up Sid would be after that scene? <laughs> like, yeah. Like the toys come to life and tell you to stop messing with them. So you go like, 
you can't go saying your toys came to life and talk to you, but you know it happened. Or maybe you, like, slowly think you're going insane, It was like, or it was, like, a waking dream or something. Like, there's no way that Sid isn't messed up for, like, the rest of his childhood, even more so. Yeah, I was going to say, he was plenty messed up before that, but, yeah, hiding in a corner, just getting ready to stab anything that comes close to him. <laughs> Well, yeah, the fact that, like, you know, that, that things made out of plastic can apparently house souls. He'd be looking at everything around him, like bottles, Rubik's Cubes, shit like that. Like, are these things alive? He finds his dad's flashlight. It's just like, kill me! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, it's just a mouth saying, feed me, Seymour, <laughs> feed me. Feed me all night long. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, boy. <laughs> the mouth has a Yeah! <laughs> I said, feed me! <laughs> I never knew inanimate objects could have herpes. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, what do we have here? They Arena. live everywhere. <laughs> so. Oh, and now we got on page 91. It looks like. Oh my god, Woody's finally getting. Woody, Woody finally knows what it's like to be on the receiving end. Yeah, no shit, right? Well, not, not with Buzz there. Yeah, but Buzz seems about as surprised as anyone, though. He's got this Buzz look of like, horror, like, oh Buzz my god! Say, no, Buzz is saying, wait till I use the rocket, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> no, Buzz is thinking, like, oh, fuck, this is tight. Now I know everyone likes it. <laughs> There's a snake in your boots. <laughs> you just wait till blast off, Woody. <laughs> I got this rocket ready to go. <sighs> Alright. So, Arena is what challenges that they're giving to people? Yeah, like Super Mario RPG. What's your best time on the Moleville cart ride? Frank Thomas baseball? How many times can you knock the ball over the wall and out of the park? And then there's uh, Kirby's block ball. If you can't get enough block ball, this is the high score challenge. Alright. So, yeah, and then they list the people that have written in... Oh my god. Meeting the look last at these, challenges. Look, look at these Kirby power-ups. We've got like Flaming Kirby, Fireball. we got like Explosion Kirby, Fireball Kirby, Urchin Kirby, and then Turd Kirby. Uh-huh. <sighs> and uh, yeah, Yoshi's Island. Any names stand out here? Besides the Rusty Moyer? <laughs> oh, and then so- someone just signed up as the Carafadas family. So, it's not one person in the family, it's the entire family that just decided to register. Yeah, apparently Steve, Brian, and Adrian Zarino all got it from Carson City, Nevada. So, yeah, that was mom, that was mom filling out the... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Cappy, right. Col- Cappy Cholera from Lutz, Florida. Oh, wow. Anyway... Yeah. Uh, let's see. Now playing. Oh my God! I found one better, from Elkridge, uh, Maryland. Hung Dong. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. There Jesus you go. Christ. All right. Oh my God. <laughs> that has to be a joke. That, that poor and kid. And there's a guy, Redentor Rigos. I never heard of the name Redentor. Hmm. All right. Now playing. Yep, Brainies. Expand your mind with the timely puzzle of Brainies. It sounds like a bad cereal, like an off-brand cereal. <laughs> it, it's got vitamin F for thinking. <laughs> 
Good challenge for puzzle fans. Good value. However, limited passwords, uneven learning curve, graphics and sound. Wow. It doesn't even say it, like if they're bad or where they come up short. It's just, what's the bad? Graphics and sound. That's right. Other than that, it looks and sounds wonderful. All right, Fantastic I've been game. Dragonheart. <laughs> All right, so Dragonheart from the silver screen to the black and white screen. Dragonheart delivers an adventure for the ages. So they say <laughs> it's got good graphics, good story, good music, and based on the movie. No shit. <laughs> As a negative, simple fighting engine, not much replay value. The game can be completed in several hours or less, and it has an awkward password entry system. All right, let's see. Titus is bringing us Lamborghini American Challenge, which doesn't sound like it was written by a marketing group. Uh, <laughs> Titus goes back on the road with a classic Super NES game from 93, so just what you want three years later. They're saying there's some interesting writing and play options, but the graphics don't compare to today's standard. Looks a lot like the Top Gear games. They're probably the same company that did Top Gear, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, and the Olympic Summer Games. From go Black for gold. With, <laughs> go for gold without break. Yeah, like that doesn't sound like a porno. Mm. Go for the gold without breaking a sweat with Olympic Summer Games. And it says here, good graphics, Olympic records, alternating player option. However, only 10 events. Controls can be difficult to master. Records are difficult to set. <laughs> oh, I will say, when you boot the game, they're actually, they're, that's kind of true. When the like lo, the opening screen, it goes through all the different Olympics, like chronologically, how many how many athletes and how many nations were represented in each one. It goes like Athens, Paris, St. Louis, Athens. Like it goes through like all the different ones. So on a map, it's actually kind of cool. I don't know, it was all right. All right, <sighs> Ivan, tell us about the. Uh... Yet another caveman game. That's right. Prehistoric man. Prehistoric with a K. Those edgy <laughs> bastards. Prehistoric man bring, brings home the bacon in this re-released Game Boy classic from Titus. It has fun graphics and hidden areas. Just like Mike's mom. And as a negative, it has floaty play control and poor screen contrast in some areas. Well, let's see. Sword of Hope 2 from Kemco. Apparently, sort of hope one, the sword wasn't hopey enough. <laughs> Even hopier. <laughs> this this, this pint-sized epic from Kemco packs a pound of fun. Uh, what do they have going for it? There's solid RPG action, but there's no Super Game Boy enhancements and lots of mapping. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm, reading, I'm reading the whole thing because I need to understand. All right. Sword of Hope 2 may have taken several years to read the stores. All right. Uh, let's see. As in Shadowgate, Sword of Hope 1, a movement in Hope 2 is made on a map using directional arrows. So... I guess they're complaining. It's like a first-person dungeon, which means you have to draw the map out yourself to figure out where the fuck you are. Oh. Okay. And as much as I like RPGs, you fucking lost me. <laughs> All right. Nice, an nice anime graphics, though. Take us home, Mike. Titus the Fox to Marrakech and back. That's such Classic a weird title. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Game Boy action returns from Titus. 
Big, fun, graphics. Two-player option. However, repetitious, not overly challenging. They didn't even bother putting it in the review panel, but they're saying Sword of Hope 2 is the game of the month. So yeah, one of those, oh my god, it, it's rocking solid threes. This, uh... This month is one of those ones where you're sad you paid for your subscription, just like you're sad you downloaded it. Yeah, uh, that's why they podcast. They included so much N64. Please stick around. Please, we'll have good games. We swear. <laughs> oh god, prehistoric man. That's like the second highest game, and it's only got like one editor to picking it. This is uh, yeah. This is definitely scraping the the bottom of the barrel. Uh, oh. So speaking of barrels, we've got Donkey Kong Country 3. <laughs> Actually, a pretty solid game, so that's yeah. really coming down the pipe. No, it, it, was a, it was a fun game. I liked it. Kirby oh, Superstar. We, we got Hillbilly Kong. I mean, a big gorilla in overalls. I mean, is there banjos playing while he's a... <laughs> Just wait till he finds out that Dixie's his cousin. All right. And, and, and he doesn't care. Yeah, that was the joke. All right, uh, Kirby Superstar <laughs> is coming our way too. Uh, Donkey Kong Lad Two: Diddy's Conquest is coming to the Game Boy. Uh, we have a Worms uh, port coming to it's like Super NES. Yep, Worms is always fun. So, yep, Xanax uh. the Sleeping Pill. <laughs> Wait, Xanax? Does Zach put you to sleep? What does Xanax do? I don't know. I've never taken Xanax. It's the sleepy revolution. Hmm. Uh, oh my god, you have a, a hovercraft-looking ship called the Narcissus. Mm-hmm. You would oh, love it. it uh, not, <laughs> not, as much, not as much as it loves itself. <laughs> uh. Battlezone Super Breakout. You know what Breakout needed? Vector graphics. Well, they're saying like, guess what? We got the rights to Battlezone. We can sell it on another platform. Iron Man. Uh, Getting a headache just looking at it. Iron Man's coming. To- it, apparently, if you get shot, the screen shatters. You know, because yeah. when everything is all squiggles and lines, you know what you need? More squiggles and lines to obscure your vision. Let's see. We have an Iron Man game coming to the Game Boy, and it looks just awful. There's also a game called Digger, which is one letter away from a lawsuit. And <laughs> let's see, not much Tetris else. attacks Nintendo, where we've got uh, uh, someone. Why is Kermit, Kermit, the, Kermit the, frog? the Frog? And we've got like Asian Secret Service in this yeah, photo, along with man. an Asian guy getting <laughs> what is he punched? Oh my god, there's so many things in this photo that just... Yeah, but none of this makes sense. <laughs> we could do an episode about this picture right here. A guy looks like he's punching a guy who's just chilling out in his kimono slash rising sun headband <laughs> while Asian Secret Service agents are doing f- nothing and then some white dude is holding up like a, a homemade wrestling belt with Kermit the Frog on it. This nothing makes sense about it. I, I, I'm just gonna enjoy. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should we should we should screenshot this and and, and share it when we launch this episode. This is, oh my god. All right, and then we have let's see, Urban Strike is coming from Electronic Arts and Black Pearl making more games. 
And let's see, Williams makes the games. Williams continues to be a force on the Super NES. With Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 is coming our way. Yay. Let's see. Oh, and Power Rangers Zeo Battle Racers. Because you know the one thing that a punching and kicking game needed? Racing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. The uh, contest this month is a Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, contest. Ugh, Let's Ken see. Griffey looks thrilled to be posing for this photograph. Mike, what's the third prize? Uh, let me guess. Is it a t-shirt? Yup. Hey, it's a fucking t-shirt. And second prize is <laughs> there will be five winners of Ken Griffey Jr. autographed baseball brats, as well as Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run for your Super Nintendo. Ivan, what does the grand prize winner get? The grand prize winner gets to meet the man of charisma himself, Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. He also gets to play Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run against Griffey on the big screen in the kingdom. That's not bad. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Watch the game after practice from VIP seats. Visit Nintendo of America's HQ. Take home the game. And win a Louisville Slugger autographed by Jer- uh, Ken Griffey Jr. It's shocking how many uh, Nintendo games feature players from the team that Nintendo owned. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so, all right. Uh, let's see what else there's coming next month. We've got a report from E3. Turok's looking derpy as ever. Tetris Attack is coming down the pipe. And we've got a Bassmaster game. It's the dregs of summer, everyone. <laughs> Good luck, Mike. It's the, it, it's the summer of glum. <laughs> oh it my look, god! It looks like it looks like in this Turok game where it looks like he's fighting like the N64's attempt at a uh, at a at a uh, Croco Kremlin from Donkey Kong Country. That's surprisingly accurate. Alright, uh, and then let's see. There's also some Ken Griffey Jr. gear that they're trying to put out. Get your power... Ken Griffey Jr. gear from the latest Superpower Supplies catalog. There's Ken Griffey Jr. Pogs and Slammers. There's also uh, the bat that he's autographing, but I don't think that one's autographed. I think it's just the... I think he's autographing that. Uh, you can also get a Griffey non-Mariners jersey. Yeah. Just what you want. Anyway... <sighs> okay, and then there's an ad here for the 64. So, hey. Oh, no they're, shit. They're saying E3 premiere of Nintendo 64 at Nintendo.com or the AOL keyword NOA. So, what was the deal with AOL keywords? Like, you couldn't just type shit in your browser? It, like, AOL had a way you could jump to topics, like, by keywords, from what I remember. So... That it's the it's a shortened version of a website in theory, <laughs> and that I think is that. Yep, that wraps up this issue. So it uh, came out of us like an eel in a hospital, <laughs> <laughs> with only the with only an equivalent amount of discomfort. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, you've you've made it through yet another issue. My triumphant return. And Ivan's welcome guest spot, uh, and Mike's usual lack of preparation. So, <laughs> I'm burning the candle at four ends, hoping one of these will pay off. <laughs> there you go. 
some somehow I've uh, I've established a work ethic that believes that if you work long enough and hard enough, somehow success will happen. That somehow you don't ever work on anything. It's amazing. It's like you're basically <laughs> you're basically Schrodinger's cat of working somehow. <laughs> yeah, keep working hard. Maybe you'll get another oh. topless photo. Is Mike doing any effort? Well, until you listen to the podcast, he is both industrious and a lackadaisical <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, put that on your I tombstone. I think you just need to add like four more podcasts and do nothing on any of them. That's probably the best play. Yeah, because then it then I'm then it's the amount the equivalent amount of work and stress if I actually did one podcast that I focused and prepped on. <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, you've made it through. Uh, I'm happy to be back. Thank you for inviting me. By the way, yeah, uh, good, good to have you back on the show, John. I'll, I'll bet. I'll, I'll be honest. It was Ivan asking me, not Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm like Mike. I actually missed him. <laughs> Weren't enough baby raping jokes. Yeah. Exactly. Huh. All right. Um, yeah, the best way to reach us is the Playing with Power Facebook group. It's usually what we respond to. Um, Email also. Playing with Power Podcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Twitter. Uh, get, the, get the Power eighty eight. Yeah. Right. Playing with Power eighty eight. Get the power. Get the Power eighty eight. All right. I think I said it wrong in the first half, but sure, whatever. Uh, it's not and, like I was listening. Nope. What. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What else? Uh, they uh, could find uh, us on Patreon you... if they want to support right. this quality program. Yeah. Patreon.com yeah. slash If you want to support more of Mike's complete lack of preparation, please go to <laughs> Patreon. That's <laughs> slash playing with power. I, I, I make up for my lack of enthusiasm with my lack enthusiasm. Of... <laughs> All right. Uh, God, it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's and a, you can also like our me. reviews will be like it's a podcast <laughs> <laughs> barely uh, and if you want to hear me do a a modicum of more a modicum more of prep you can check out the graveyard shift horror with Sheldon and Mike where me Sheldon and occasionally a guest will watch a horror movie and talk about the good the bad the things that just make us say what the fuck and also uh, do like a little skits or deleted scenes it's a fun time and if you want to hear me talk about tech and science with my friend Rich we also do a show called Technobabble on the Geek Fallout Productions Facebook and I Facebook and uh, well, I would say iTunes but it's also on Stitcher or Google blah 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 so look for Geek Fallout Productions and hear the new episodes of Technobabble, or you can listen to the old episodes of every other show that was on the network. <laughs> and uh, I think I've covered everything. Oh, he Ivan. He's on the taste test with me. Sometimes Brandon's there, too. <laughs> enjoy, the, enjoy their journey through a single game That's at a right. time. That, that I may have to describe in detail from start to finish because someone... <laughs> wasn't able to play it and did not want to watch a video that's uh, right and then you has, can has uh, Brandon ever has Brandon finished Zelda yet <laughs> he's no. working on it <laughs> oh my god we, we sicked him on Zelda too oh oh really? which is pretty which is pretty fucking bad <laughs> oh why would you do uh, that to him <laughs> I, I haven't even beaten that damn thing yet 
I tried playing for like an hour and a half. It's like, congratulations, I got two a palace. Oh, that's that's not right. Don't do that to him. Come on. Give him a real game to play. I know. I, 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 I told him he could opt out. Like, because, oh, he, he got halfway through it, and then his thing crashed, and he had to start all over again, and I'm like, oh, dude, no. I'm, giving, I'm giving you an out. You can watch a video on it, okay? You've got the experience. We can see how it ends, and he's like, no, you gave it to me. I'm going to do it, and I'm like, no, don't. If he beats that, I'll, I'll I'll tip my hat to him. I never even beat that fucking thing, and I played that game yeah, all the time. Beaten. I don't think the programmers have beaten that game. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna get up to Shadow Link, and then I'm just gonna be like, well, I'll just watch someone else beat him. All right, credits. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. No thanks. Oh, that's, I mean, like it's such a fun game, but why did it have to be Nintendo hard? <laughs> well put. Ah. Uh. Anyway, we made it through. Yeah. So you can check us out in the stuff we in the stuff we said. So, uh, yay! I'm Mike. I'm John. I'm Ivan. And you've been playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with 